0: Welcome everyone to Tactically Challenged, I am your host Nick. And first and foremost, let me just get this out of the way. Uh, This show would not be possible without MSR Media and our sponsor MSR Outdoors. If you're a small business looking to expand your firearms and outdoor brand, MSR Outdoors specializes in product branding, sales representative, and product testing and review services. So if you're a business, I'd make damn sure that if you want to increase your profits and get a wider audience, I guess you could say, contact MS Outdoors, MSR Outdoors. See, you can already tell I'm starting to stumble a little bit. And this, like I said, this is going to be an uncut, unscripted podcast. We're just going to wing this shit. Anywho... MS out MSR Outdoors, like I said, specializes in product branding, sales representative representative services, product testing and review services. And if you want to increase your profits and get a wider audience, contact MSR Outdoors and see what they can do for you. You can contact contact them at MSR Outdoors NC at Gmail dot com. This show. We're not gonna do. It won't be very long. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to do a, a multi-part series on building a budget AR under five hundred dollars. Because if you're like myself, you're a hard fucking working American, and at the end of the day, you you want something that isn't gonna break the bank yet, yet functions just like those high-end rifles. I mean, I've built one. I've built an AR pistol under five hundred dollars. And I went to cheaper end stuff. And I mean I'm telling you, I own high end I own some of these high end AR rifles and this thing shoots just as good, if not better, than say like your Bushmasters and your Colts and all those other brands. But let me just say this. This is not gonna be difficult. It's not fucking rocket scientist. You don't need to be have an engineering degree. You don't need to work at NASA in fact for this build series you're not even gonna need tools we're going to focus this series around someone who's on a budget or is new to the AR-15 platform just keep in mind please keep in mind you're not gonna have a Colt LE by the time you're done but you will have a functioning variant that's under $500 all right so let's get this shit started we're looking. When you're looking to build an AR rifle on a budget, one of the first things I I like to start with is my lowers. And this show is going to be strictly about lowers. I mean, we could we could do the whole build in one series, but I'll kind of want to drag this out. Um, polymer versus aluminum. Uh, if you want to save a few bucks, go with polymer. My personal experience I had a I had a hybrid polymer lower from ATI and I'm I just wanna say I had to send that thing back twice. It's they're good but I don't I don't particularly like their their polymer lowers. Yes, there's better polymer brands out there but me personally, I wouldn't recommend ATI. I mean, some people might some people might disagree. ATI polymer lowers are great. They're shit, but for me, I had to send it back twice due to several things being out of spec. But secondly, I guess the good way to get around this is if you're a first-time builder and you want to you want to save a few dollars possibly buy factory complete lower i mean you can find these good deals on factory complete but for me i I did conduct a little bit of research and find out who's who what's what only personal experience i have like i said with lowers polymer lowers is the ati hybrid polymer And, and like i said i ended up sending it back twice being out of spec but what I found, and I've actually dealt with these guys on numerous occasions, Classic Firearms, which is located in North Carolina. Indian Trail, I believe, or Monroe, somewhere in there, but they're still local to me being from North Carolina. These guys offer a complete lower from E3 Arms, which is, I think, 99 bucks, but after tax, everything just going to... It's probably going to be a little over 100 bucks, but stay with me here. Even for people that have never heard of E3 arms, uh, they claim to have... An, um, this is their Gen 2 improved, complete lower, and whatever the hell a commercial buffer tube is. I mean, buffer tubes are buffer tubes. I mean, they're, they're nothing special. I mean, you can get different weights and shit like that, but... They've updated, they've upgraded supposedly with features with improved economic, ergonomical grip, trapdoor, tactical buttstock, they give you quick detached swing, sling swivel mount ports, which, just to let you know, it does not come with a sling itself for all you sling-loving fuckers out there. But they supposedly claim that it's based off of billet aluminum design, where all others are less superior, supposedly, and are reinforced. They reinforce certain areas to make it the strongest available on the market. But I couldn't find much on E3 Arms. I mean, I did dig around their website a little bit, and they do claim that it can handle up to 500 degrees in the summertime. They claim if you dunk your lower in liquid nitrogen, it's not going to, how do you say it, it's not going to shatter if you drop it on a concrete floor. I mean, who the fuck would dip their lower in nitrogen, liquid nitrogen? I mean, I wouldn't. That's just not something I have laying around the fucking house. They claim it's lighter, you can run over the magwell and it won't be crushed or rendered it useless. They claim all kinds. Of, if you scratch, if you scratch it, it'll retain the color and you can take a WD-40 pad and some Scotch-Brite and move the scratches. And I mean, they, they make a lot of claims, but for the money and a function lower. If you're building it on a budget, I it does look it does look pretty sweet, and they do. The castle nut don't need to be torqued or staked, as it's factory torqued with blue Loctite, and supposedly it will not come loose. Um, uh, I mean, I guess we have to keep in mind this is like I said, it is an inexpensive variant, and of course, you can you can conduct your own research and find out what works for yourself and your budget. But for all intents and purposes for this episode, we're going to stay with the E3 arms complete lower. And I could probably do a whole, like I said, I could do a whole series or a whole show on this, the whole build, but I want to kind of break it down and explain lowers. I mean, there's multitude, or should I say, there's a metric fuck ton of different options out there. I mean, the great debate, is billet versus forge. it's polymer versus aluminum but for this show we're going to stay with billet versus forge because i mean that's what i got most of my experience with and it's kind of like a heavyweight bout so what's the deal of course when sh- when you're shopping for an ar lower you're sure to run into various terms that the- depict the particular lower or how that particular lower was manufactured Forge, billet, cast. You don't hear so much about cast as you do forged and billet. But I mean everybody should be if you're if you're a reloader and you cast your own bullets, you should be fairly familiar of how to cast. I mean it it pretty much means the lower receiver is formed using a mold. Molten metal was poured into a mold from that point and it shapes the overall lower. And then, of course, once the aluminum is ready and it has been cast, it is removed from the mold. And then the next step will be finishing it on a CNC machine. I mean, I don't, I mean, I'd love to start producing my own lowers. And the closest thing I can get to it is 80% lowers, which I do have one laying around. I've just not yet had the chance to. get that thing completed for my next build billet lowers i mean there's there's good and bad with billet and forge, but of course you know billet lowers start from a block of aluminum also called bar stock and i mean some of these if you're listening to this and you're an experienced builder or whatever or you're a machinist you you know about a lot of this but like i said i want to keep this i want to keep this episode more geared towards maybe some of the the newer builders and it just kind of breaks down what the difference is between the two i mean billet like i said is it it starts out as bar stock and it's formed extruded i guess you could say which simply means it's formed into a particular shape by Rolling between two rollers or, or it could be fancy terms if I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm just going off of what I know uh, Once it it does take shape and of course again, it goes into a CNC machine which will cut the billet into the shape of the actual AR-15 Billet aluminum designs are usually more special, I guess you could say these are a lot of the, a lot of the ones that you see that's got the the skulls cut out on the on the magwell one piece trigger guard and it's got finer lines geometric designs for the performance <clears throat> to me there's there's no sense in spending extra money to have some special. Design machined out. I mean it serves little overall performance Some AR builders consider these to be bonus features as far as a completed overall rifle, but for me I'm a mentalist I like to keep things simple I don't need a fancy design in in my lower because I'm gonna beat the dog shit out of it anyways, I mean my AR pistol, hopefully I can get some pictures of that. Man, my rail is scratched up. It was a cheaper rail handguard, whatever you want to call it. It was a cheaper one. I think I paid like 60 bucks. No, actually it was like 35 or 40 Because I actually had a discount code for it. So I got it on the, the cheaper end. Forged aluminum generally refers to that, what it is, forged, I mean, into a specific shape. Forging lowers requires a comprehensive force. In other words, it's hammered into forged dies to shape the aluminum into the dimension of that lower. After aluminum is, after the aluminum, see? That's what I'm saying, This this podcast is going to be you're gonna hear me get tongue tied, tongue twisted, whatever. But the goal is, like I said, I want to keep the, I want to limit my editing on these podcasts so people can relate more. I mean, some of these, some of these podcasts going off on a rant here. Some of these podcasts, uh, they got they're they're scripted and they cut out where they get tongue tied. Me, I'm not gonna do that. The only editing I'm gonna be doing is my ending and beginning when I'm adding my entrance music, or whatever, intro music, whatever the hell these podcasters call it today, anywho, uh, Forged there, I don't know if there's much else I can say, I mean, I probably could, I'm, I'm not a professional at this, I'm just going by what I know, and what I've read, um, as far as Forge versus Billet, I mean, they both have their pros and cons. Some some people prefer Billet over Forge. Some people like Billet because they a lot of times they put them crazy-ass fucking designs in there, which, like I said before, me, I, I don't care for that. I don't need it. But I don't know what happened where the fucking phone just went blank anywho um so if, so, if you're looking i mean, do your own research, I mean, it's ultimately gonna be up to you as far as what you wanna do and what you wanna buy I mean it's more if you want a a design, you're gonna pay a little bit more money for a billet design if you if you like the skulls and you like all that fancy designs and your ar billet would be way to go if you you want to keep it simple go with forwards man i mean that's that's what i've always always went back to i mean there's i mean there's nothing really else i could say about lowers i mean they're pretty most of them are pretty self-explanatory you can you can do your own research you can you can dig around see what works for you so what i'm going to do is i'm going to go ahead and end this episode and i i want to end it with this i think that forge receivers are just as good as billet receivers i mean really in the structural integrity of it it may be even better but that's my that's my personal opinion it will never be as pretty but for the money I'd stick with Ford's. I mean that's my unprofessional unprofessional opinion. But spend the money that you saved on a better barrel, I mean, later on down the road and get a nicer trigger unit than what comes factory than mill spec. I mean the mill spec triggers ain't bad, but they're they're definitely not the fucking greatest. Man, spend that money on your on your wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever the fuck it is. But, on a side note here, one more thing about polymer receivers. I mean, it has its, like I said before, it has its own own place in the market. I mean, if you're budgeting, if you're really, really tight with your budget, go polymer. Longevity might not be up there with aluminum or billet, forged, whatever, cast, whatever. But, you know, if it pops your fucking cherry and you swear by it, roll with it. I mean, that's about the best thing I can say. But... That's it, man. You hung around and listened to the first fucking episode. Out fucking standing. As far as this podcast, we're not going to ask much from our subscribers. But we do ask you to leave us a review on iTunes. When it gets up to iTunes, I submitted it. My intro. uh, Probably a few days ago. We are officially on Pocket Cast. You can download the Pocket Cast app on Android or iTunes, you can leave us reviews. Subscribe there for now. But with iTunes comes around, because of their stupid algorithm, it will help boost the show. So leave us good reviews. I mean, this will help the visibility of the show increase. Uh, You can also visit us at our Patreon page under MSR Media. And when you sign up to become a Patreon, be sure to tell them it's for Tactically Challenged. Because (laughs) right now, Man, our audio's trash. I'm recording this shit from my phone. So the more you support the show, the better we'll sound, the better I'll sound. Not like you want to hear me any more than you have to, I mean. But please, 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 please check out our sponsor, MSR Outdoors, on Facebook at MSR Outdoors. If you have any suggestions, feedback, death threats, ideas for a show you want, to be, you want to become, you want to be a, not become, what the fuck? If you want to be a guest on the show or, like I said, you had ideas for the show or, you hell, you want to help host the show, what the hell ever, you can reach us at msrgroup at twc.com. And as always, stay frosty. Peace.